Welcome to your IVF Abroad podcast, where I will share, educate and empower you on your journey with infertility and IVF Abroad. I'm Emma Haslam, your host, mum via treatment abroad and the IVF Abroad expert. Since the birth of my son in 2018, I have made it my mission to make fertility treatment more transparent, accessible, supported and affordable. I now help people around the world just like you to find a safe, best fit clinic, have fertility treatment and achieve their dreams of starting or expanding their families. And I'm here now to help you too. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. I'm your host, Emma Haslam. You are very welcome here. I'm so glad that you can join me. And today I want to talk to you about the fear that you might have about having fertility treatment abroad. And I think this is a fear that a lot of people who are considering having fertility treatment abroad have. I certainly did. Um, After all, for most of us, this will be the first time that we are potentially or we are going abroad to have a procedure and that we are going abroad to have fertility treatment. So it's a completely alien concept. And you know, well, I know you know, (laughs) having fertility treatment anywhere is scary. So you think about then going and doing that somewhere else. Of course, that feels for lots of people much more scary. You know, at home, things are more familiar Um, perhaps when having consultations with clinics abroad, you have a call on video rather than going out and seeing them face to face. Maybe if you're reviewing clinics in your home country and you're looking at clinics close by to where you live, for example, perhaps you've been and physically seen them in person and seen the clinic again, which I think can sort of make things feel a little bit less scary. Also, interestingly, I found certainly when we were looking at doing this, so starting the researching process in like 2015, 16, this was not something that was widely spoken about, wasn't in the media, didn't know people who had done it. So things have moved on since then. But the only reports I'd ever seen were like people going abroad for cosmetic surgery procedures, which obviously this is not, and things going wrong. And so it was only the kind of negative narrative that I had seen. And, you know, interestingly, there were people around me, closest to to me and to my husband, Adam, who were infinitely more uncomfortable with the thought of us going abroad for our treatment. And I found that bit really hard because I didn't need their anxieties and worries as well as my own. Um, And, you know, through the work that I do now, helping people navigate this process. Some people are petrified about it. Some people are not that scared about going abroad. You see a real spectrum of feelings and emotions with the people that I work with. Um, But I think for most people, when they start to consider this as an option, 
certainly before they've done any any research or they've come and worked with me or whatever that what you know however they're doing this it feels like a really scary idea and often big things that we've never done before do feel scary until we've done them um so yeah it's it's, it's interesting and for some people the fear will stop them from going abroad and for other people they will be able to work through that and you know there are certainly things that you can do to break down things so that they feel less scary. So, for example, doing your research and your due diligence is super important because not everywhere, not every clinic, not every place is safe and appropriate to go to to have your fertility treatment. So you need to have an element of, um, what's the word? Like an element, not of fear, but your wits about you to make sure you then go ahead and either get some support with it or you do, you know, you do your research properly. Um, but somebody once said to me, and I think this is really interesting when it comes to things that are, are scary. And I'm not here, by the way, to say to you, you should go abroad and have your fertility treatment. I'm here to say to you, you know, what if this is an option for you? What if, you know, this could be something that that can help you, you know, what if you just look into it and see if it's for you or not? Because it won't be for everybody, but for lots of people, it will be. And somebody once said to me, if you keep, let me think what the phrase is, if you keep doing what you've always done, you'll keep getting what you've always got. And, you know, with fertility treatment, unless you have an infinite amount of money, then chances are you'll have a budget or an amount of money that you're willing or able to spend until you have to then say that's it which is a horrible thought I know and for, for us it was like we could go in the UK once once we'd moved back to my parents which I know is a privilege while not ideal saved up money stopped going on holiday didn't buy a house all of the things we wanted to do to save up so much money and when that money had gone that was our this is it and so Knowing that it's a numbers game, if we'd have had our treatment in the UK, it took us three attempts, three transfers abroad for me to become pregnant and then end up with our son. So if I'd have just done what I felt the status quo did and what everybody did and what I thought I should do because of the fear stopping me from looking at going abroad, then I wouldn't have my son now. And it's as simple, it's as, simple as that. And so if budget is you know, a real factor in your treatment, then I would say that looking at going abroad, you know, should be an option for you at least to consider because that could be the difference like it was for me and Adam, my husband. And I don't want you to look back and have any regrets like I'd, I would have done. I know I would have done had I not have chosen to spend my money abroad. And even though, of course, nobody can guarantee the outcome by going abroad, I would have known that I made our budget, we made our budget stretch further by doing that. Um, and it can feel more scary, of course, at the beginning, because it's something new. But if you needed to then go back, you know, once you've done it once, you'll know the process, you'll understand it, and the fear will be lessened. Um and sometimes I also think the things that can make us feel more uncomfortable up front, actually, are e the process is then easier. So what I mean by that is, like, for example, 
you might pick a clinic that's close to your house within an hour's drive, let's say. And in lots of ways, that's nice and familiar. It removes some of that initial fear. But actually, as you move through the process, let's say that is that clinic isn't right for you and your money's going down. And then you then facing the reality that this might not work for you. That's a very scary place to be. Whereas when you look to go abroad, you can be really, you know, there's all these clinics, which I know can be overwhelming, but there's, there's so many great clinics out there that can be found that offer specialisms and different things. And so if you can stretch your budget further and find a clinic that can meet your needs medically and your personality in terms of how you like to communicate with them and, and be communicated back with, that's going to make the process feel so much better for you as you move forward, which will then decrease the fear as you move along the process. So sometimes it's worth really trying to move past that fear and not taking on board the fears of other people. I'm not saying don't listen to those people around you. Um, you know, your nearest and dearest, of course, care greatly for you and want what's best for you. But sometimes people don't always understand or have the information. Um you know, and I don't want you to put the idea of going abroad out of your mind if actually it's something that you are open to. You need to do your homework. Yes, but you can do that. Or you can get some help through somebody like myself. Um, you know, it can be hard, I think, to work out whether or not you want to go. And it can be hard because you've probably got a million questions. So you could book something like a pick your brain call with me, which I'll link in the show notes for you. That's a really great like space to be able to ask all of your questions and work out whether going abroad is right for you or not. And I will help you if I really think that it's not, I'll tell you. Um, you know, this is not about trying to say to everybody, you should go abroad. Um, but if you're going to be going privately anyway, I think it's worth considering. And while it may, may feel less scary initially to stay at home and have your treatment, that might not always be the case as you move along the process. So just one today really for you to to have a think about is fear stopping you from going abroad and if so what is that fear and is that fear something that is like really valid and actually a really good reason why you shouldn't or is that fear something that just needs to be worked through and perhaps you need to go and find out and get some more information. There are loads of episodes of this podcast you can go back and listen to if you're new here. Or as I said, you can go and book a pick your brain call with me or come and say hi on Instagram. I'm on your IVF abroad. There's lots of information out there. Just make sure you're consuming information that is correct. But you know, once you start down the rabbit hole of fertility treatment abroad, then you know, there's, there is a lot of information out there that can help you with this, a lot of people that can help you with this. And you can do this and it doesn't have to be as scary as you think. I hope that's helped. I will see you in a fortnight for the next episode of the podcast. Bye. Thank you for listening to your IVF Abroad podcast with me, Emma Haslam. If you're interested in finding out if IVF Abroad could be right for you, then download my free checklist at yourivfabroad.co.uk forward slash who is IVF Abroad for.